The Wally Show podcast is our daily radio show heard live through the Way FM app each morning and hosted by Wally, Gavin, and me, Betty Rock. For more fun, be sure to connect with us at wayfm.com slash Wally. The Wally Show podcast is brought to you by Colorado Christian University Online, where Wally teaches and where you can earn a degree online just like Betty Rock. You can learn more at ccu.edu slash Wally. This podcast is also brought to you by United Faith Mortgage. Let their direct lender advance Advantage, save you time and money. Uplifting Way FM. If you're not careful, you might just learn something today. Hey there. Is there a project you're working on? I know more than you. All right. It's the Wally Show. If you're like me, you want to eat healthier, but either the lack of energy to shop for it is keeping you from it, the money to buy it because healthy food tends to cost more or the knowledge of just not knowing what's good for you and what is it or you love cookies <laughs> that that is true. The hardest part. I know. That is very true. I found this article that listed popular nutrition facts we may hear from others, but they're actually not true. Oh. So um, I want to start with myth number one: fresh fruit is healthier than frozen. That's actually not true. So experts say that fresh fruit is better, of course, than canned fruit because they tend to add sugar. But mm. when it comes to comparing fresh fruit and frozen fruit, they all have the same health benefits. Oh, so the cold doesn't Mm-mm. it just suspends it doesn't add calories. Yeah. sometimes it's cheaper so. oh absolutely yeah uh, myth number two never give a toddler peanuts mm-hmm. uh, we were told back in the day that if you gave a child peanuts at too young of an age it could cause them to develop a peanut allergy but experts are now saying that it's completely the opposite that if you introduce peanuts into your child's diet you could actually be helping them avoid those allergies I thought about this the other day because we have a friend whose daughter is allergic to everything and I and I asked him. I said, "Is it because you've cut out everything that now there's no immunity?" You know, and and he's like, "I don't even know. Like, they, like they, it's just such a moving target for them, and they're mm-hmm. trying to navigate it. And it's weird, like with peanut allergies, because they can be so severe. Um, you know, trying it and introducing it. Some people just want to avoid it because they're afraid of it. Our pediatrician, when my daughter was young, was like, "Yeah, do introduce it, but like, don't go crazy. Don't feed her a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like right, right out of the gate when she's." Like, Dude. really watch her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And in small doses, and yeah. she doesn't have a peanut allergy. Right. And then finally, myth number three, basic nutritional advice changes too much. I know that if you get on the news, you see, like, well, tomatoes are bad for you now. Now, eggs can give you cancer. You just, it, it's always changing. But the truth is that the basics have never changed. They haven't changed since the 1950s. So it simply comes down to this. Don't eat too much and try to eat more plants than meat. Hmm. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's hard because, like, obviously that's like advice, but that's not fun. Yeah, it's it's, it's advice not. by people in the health industry. That uh, do we know, really know their credentials? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> are they really happier? <laughs> Probably <Exactly>. not. <laughs> uh, there you go. Well, some advice that maybe you'll take today and uh, make some changes in your life. Gavin and I still working on it, <laughs> working through it. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and this is weird. Uh, apparently, there is a National Spouses Day, 
hey, uh, I thought that was Valentine's Day. Like, oh. <laughs> why, why are we, like, adding to the pressure here, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I didn't know it existed, so maybe that's a good thing. Yeah. But maybe there's other women out there that don't know it exists, so they're not expecting anything. I'm yeah. not telling my wife about it. No. <laughs> Who created this thing? This is crazy. But it did get me to thinking, like, in addition to my spouse, you know, you hear people say, oh, that's my work wife or whatever uh, all the time. The, only, the other person that I know probably almost just as much about is Betty Rock because we have worked together for 15 years Mm -hmm. Uh, and so and I listen to her Mm. now I don't know that she listens to me in my life we don't know Uh, (laughs) well if you'd tell me something interesting maybe I would Uh, there it is and that's and this is why we fight Um, (laughs) so uh, we're gonna do in honor of National Spouses Day we're gonna do a game in honor of that for work spouses here okay so be listening because you're gonna get a question from all of this and you could win a prize at the end we're gonna do it newlywed style uh, where Gavin's gonna ask each of us a question and we will write down our answers and see if we can yep. match so uh let's start ladies first because i'm a gentleman uh, which you probably know betty mm-hmm. um and so ask betty rock her question okay and that i have to uh try to guess all right also is this fitting because you guys are work spouses am i just like your work kid then you're, you're adopted <laughs> uh, <laughs> what okay betty <laughs> what is wally's biggest fear Okay, mm. I, now we each have to write down our answer. Um, biggest fear. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. You got it? I, I feel like I have a guess in my own head. Okay, but what, what would you have said, Gavin? Oh, uh, people not finding you relevant anymore. Okay, thank you. Ouch. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Betty Rock, um, what did you say? My joke answer yes. is losing me. <laughs> <laughs> My real answer yes. is losing Marty or your daughter Haley. Oh, that is a great wow. answer. I did not pick that. You didn't? I was in the work mode mind, but you're right. That was that was a fear for years. I've gotten over it. Um, <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no, I've, because I've settled that. Uh, like that, God's got this. It's oh, okay. Good. Uh, I actually more on the line with Gavin uh, getting too old to do this job anymore. That's right. And becoming irrelevant. Nicely wow. done, Gavin. Way to go. I'm not supposed to get that right. That was supposed no. to be Wendy. Wow. You're my person. I oh. guess he listens better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Give me uh, my question. Your for question Betty. for you yes. is, Wally, who is the most important person to Betty at this office? Oh, oh easy. Okay. <laughs> I know. She didn't write it down. Yeah, I'm right having on. to think. <laughs> oh, I know of, this. Oh, oh, I know. Yeah, we're getting this. One I think right. they're. I think so. They're so far, uh, I have Betty has none, and uh, Wally. Okay. Uh, I said, uh, well, who did you say, Betty? Steve. I 100% said Steve. <laughs> the password yes. guy. Yes. Because I am so bad about remembering my passwords. And if something happens to Steve, yes. I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah, if Steve gets fired, Betty's going with him. I can't she has lo- to. Yeah, I can't log into anything. Steve knows everything about her life. My they, bank account, it, my yeah. Apple account. <laughs> it's the craziest everything. thing. If anyone was going to steal her identity, it's Steve. It would be Steve. Yeah, so, okay, so one point there, nothing for Betty. We're going to do another round of this. And then again, make sure you're listening because you're going to get a question based on our conversation here. So 855, you don't need it right now, but put it in your phone, 855-33-WAY-FM, but do not call right now. I'm just giving you a heads up. <laughs> Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show. Al-
Allison, thank you so much for joining us. Did you know that there was something called National Spouses Day? I did not. Yeah, me either. I, I thought that was Valentine's Day, but they're just sneaking them in there. Uh, so we thought we'd do like a work spouse quiz here, kind of newlywed style. And uh, Gavin asked us questions. Betty Rock and I ended up knowing the equal amount about each other, which is great. <laughs> it's, we're in balance. Um, and so we were asking these questions, and you're going to get a question based on those. And if you can get it right, you will win a prize right now. Okay, Allison? Okay, sounds good. Now, I know this one's tricky because there are a lot of numbers thrown about. We were talking about the lottery, and Gavin asked who uh, I would give more money to if I won. And I obviously said Betty because uh, I've known her longer, and she needs more uh, help. I uh, do. And so uh, how much money did I settle on that I would give her if I won like a billion dollars? $20 million. $20 Okay. That is the correct answer. That was the first answer. <laughs> and uh, it should be the correct answer. And I ended up a little lower than that saying, uh, you know, I went through a thought process of what I would actually give. You are right. That was the first answer. Did you hear the rest of that conversation? Uh, yes. Then you said, I think... 12 million for her and two for Gavin. She wanted 12 million. You're getting all the numbers right. You got Gavin's right. Uh, but, but sadly, Wally wants to give me even less than that. I know, even less than 12, years. but more than Gavin. Okay, was it five million for her? Five million was right. You know what? You're you're winning because you got every number I mentioned. You you hit them all. That was impressive. <laughs> but Allison, don't you think I deserve twenty million? Yeah, for sure. Thank you, Allison. Really? She does so much for you. That's right. She I does do. so much for me. I do. I really do. Thank you for seeing that, Allison. I don't like to brag about it, but yes, I do. Betty is very helpful uh, on the show. Thank you. Uh, she does a Let's lot leave of good it at work. That. Yeah, yeah, she does. She does a lot of good work here on the show, and I appreciate everything that she does. Um, she's challenging, uh, but I do appreciate. Well, the same could be said for you. That's very true, actually. Uh, you know what? Twenty million is a bargain for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> hey, Allison, thanks for being on with us today. Thank you. And now for some good news. Uplift in Way FM. This here's the Wally Show with a cavalcade of good news stories coming your way because the real news can be a bit of a bummer. We call it good news. Giddy up. I will kick things off here today. There's an Arby's employee uh, that did CPR and saved a customer's life uh, because they were having a heart attack right there in the lobby at Arby's. Wow. And if you know anything about Arby's, this should be something that every... Arby's employee is required to learn before getting the job is CPR because their whole thing is we got to meet and they're trying to kill you so like good on this person yeah and that should say something about your life choices if you have a heart attack in a fast food restaurant yeah, exactly <laughs> that's the lord trying to get your attention for mm-hmm. sure uh, Gavin good news giddy up go there's a rescue dog from Rhode Island named Joey he's going to be appearing on Animal Planet's Puppy Bowl Fun, f- not fun fact. Well, interesting fact. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Joey only has two legs, just his oh. back ones. Oh, so he kind yeah. of does like stand up, like a little what doggy velociraptor. But other than that, he's like perfectly healthy. And I love that yeah. this is showing, like, hey, like he has his disability, but like yeah. he's still a dog. He's still living his best life. Yeah, that is awesome. I had seen a story the other day, kind of on that lines, where a dad was at a. Uh, animal shelter and adopted a dog with a cleft lip mm. because his son had a cleft lip. You're like, oh, oh, that's so cool. So good. Like, I could see somebody that maybe has a disability going, that's the dog for me. I love that. All right, Betty Rock, good news, get up, go. A woman in the UK, she's turning 100 today, oh, wow. and her secret, her secret is, quote, 
avoid talking to strange men and you'll be just fine. Yeah. On top of that, she also spends a lot of time with children and she says that that keeps her young at heart. That is true. Being around people that are younger than you will keep you uh, moving and stuff. That's why, I mean, Gavin and Betty are a lot younger than me and I feel spry. Uh, but I love the advice of not talking to strange people. Strange don't talk men. to strangers. That's how you don't end up on Dateline. You Amen. Know? She's got this dialed Amen. in. Amen. And that's going to do it for your good news. Giddy up. Coffee shops, poolside, back porch, picnic table at the park, at your kid's soccer practice. Just about anywhere can be your classroom when you decide to go back to school online at Colorado Christian University. I know I got my degree online and I actually did a homework at a campsite. I was uh, sitting around a campfire writing a paper. That is where I did some of my work that weekend. So life doesn't have to stop just because you go back to school to better yourself. You can work towards this future and this goal that you want to accomplish, and it doesn't have to totally consume you or derail your normal life with friends, your family, or what have you. And you can earn accredited degrees from Colorado Christian without ever setting foot on campus. So there really shouldn't be an excuse to not going back to school. If it's something you really want to do, you can do it. And all you have to do is go to ccu.edu slash Wally to learn more. And the other really important thing is that Colorado Christian is committed to cultivating the mind without compromising the heart. So check it out, ccu.edu slash Wally. Uplifting Way FM. Here's a little something to help set the tone for the day. It's the Wally Show. So there was a Delta flight attendant named Floyd. He's 44 years old, and uh, he kind of went viral for something that he did. He was on an early morning flight from Charlotte to North, or Charlotte, uh, North Carolina, to New York City, and he noticed that there was a passenger who was visibly uncomfortable when he was doing his aisle checks. And he looked at the lady, and <laughs> she said, uh, "I don't want to be here." And you're like, okay, that's not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's uh, apparently a super, super duper nervous flyer. Mm-hmm. But she got that far and got on the plane, so yeah. that's pretty good. Uh, so he tries to comfort her before taking off. He explained all the steps to her of what's going to happen to ease her fears. Because information can actually help you, I think. My wife was on a, uh, a MAF flight, they call them, in, uh, in Africa. It's Mission Aviation, and these pilots are so great. But way to get her into a tiny plane. And Ooh. she was not having it, man. Like she's terrified, mm-hmm. and she's praying, and like, and, and and she's all nervous. And what was cool is the pilot or the pilot of the plane, uh, he sat there and prayed with her, and then Aww. put her in the plane, put her in the front seat, which I thought was crazy town, uh, but so she could see. And he explained everything to her. He talked to her for the whole flight. And she did great. She even let her fly the plane, which I thought was a little insane. Whoa. Yeah. That's a bit too far. That was, I'm like, are you sure about this, sir? Okay. (laughs) Uh, But like, but, but knowing what was going on helped her walk through this. And so apparently it helped this lady too. He he sat there in the aisle and held her hand for like 10 minutes and got her to a place where uh, they were okay to go. But here's the cool thing about this story. This guy had only been hired just three months ago. Oh, wow. And so, yeah, it's like it's a new job for him, and he's doing it well. And another passenger took a picture of it, so it went viral. But I hope Delta reinforces this behavior by celebrating him. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes flight attendants have been on the job for a while. 
and they've seen the worst in passengers, and it can make them be a little bit jaded, and maybe he can re-inspire them to have kindness and compassion that they had when they first started the job, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and not to Jesus juke this, but doesn't this happen in our faith as well? Like, you've been saved for a long time, and you see someone get saved, and they're like super on fire, and you kind of look at them like, that'll fade. You know, <laughs> like, dial it back a notch, chief. But nothing could be worse. I mean, like, right. it's like we should look at our faith and, and live live like our faith out every day like it's our first day on the job Mm -hmm. so there you go some good news in this world today from this flight attendant uplifting way fm this is the wally show gavin is 26 years old which means a lot of his friends are starting to get married around him which means travel to lots of weddings i got two of those this year that i can't wait to be a part of (laughs) (laughs) it gets so expensive man it's gotten out of control uh but one of the things i was thinking about with these people getting married is there's the tradition of the bride taking the groom's last name and sometimes though like if you're a bride and you've got like a good last name and you're marrying somebody who their last name is unfortunate you're like (laughs) oh i'd really rather keep my original last name right and also too which i know it doesn't typically doesn't typically play into life's happenstances but as a kid you want to make sure your last name is in the top of the alphabet because Mm. you are going to have to take forever to get called especially like when graduation rolls around yeah you want your last name to have like start with an a and not a z yeah but if you marry a man that's going to start with the last name z your kids bless there was a girl that my daughter went to high school that her last name was Butt. Uh, and like, it's spelled B-U-T. With two T's, even. Like, oh. her grandmother's the uh, mayor of Maury County. Bless. And her uh, maiden name, I believe, was Keckler. And so I would have stayed with Keckler. Yeah. Uh, you There's know. no way to really, like, spin B-U-T-T no. into... No, <laughs> no, no, it's pronounced... Boot. The T is silent. <laughs> it's Butte. I keep telling you, it's Butte. Butte. <laughs> so I am curious for you. Did you get a name upgrade or downgrade when you got married and you took your spouse's name? 855-33-WAY-FM. And maybe it was such a bad downgrade, you opted to do, like, your name or maybe a hyphen or something like that. Or maybe it started your first fight as a couple. Maybe, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we, we'd love to hear that. Spill yes. the tea. <laughs> 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. Did you get an upgrade or a downgrade with your married name? Did you get an upgrade or a downgrade when it came to your married name? I would say I got a downgrade, but I'm I'm still proud of my name. Um, my maiden name was Haugen, and my married name now, Nut, N-U-T-T. So similar to Butt. <laughs> did you consider that before you married your husband? Um, you know, I, I, it was a little apprehensive, but uh, my my husband is from South Africa, and um, his family wears the name very proudly. And mm-hmm. like his mother likes to say, we weren't born a nut, we married a nut. So <laughs> I will proudly take that. <laughs> what are your kids' names, like Cashew? or? <laughs> um, so funny enough, we don't have kids, uh, but we do have a dog, and her name is Hazelnut. Oh, that's That's cute. Oh, well, you're making the best of it. That's for sure, Jill. Of course. (laughs) 
What's the situation for you? I would say that it was an upgrade. Okay, what was your maiden name? My maiden name was Shapitka. I bet that's a name that people went, what? <laughs> like, what do you say? <laughs> Absolutely. So what's your new uh, married name? McCoy. Oh, oh, that's easy. Oh, and you've got alliteration. Melanie McCoy. I love it. <laughs> yes, and like your last caller, I just moved my maiden name to my middle name. Oh, so now it's Melanie Shipitka McCoy? That's it. You nailed it. That was not easy for the record. Well, and I'm sure your kids are thankful that you married a McCoy because that would be so much easier to spell in elementary school than Shipitka. Yes, they are. But they do enjoy um, every time someone asks me the phonetical fun you can have with ship like a boat. Uh, Hit like a hole in the ground and call like a bird. There you go. Well, Melanie, we appreciate you being on the show with us today. Thank you. Thank you. Y'all are the best. So what did your married name go from to? Okay, I went from Druckenmiller to Gibbons. Now, do you see this as an upgrade or a downgrade? Oh, absolute upgrade. My <laughs> name as a child, I had 20 letters in my name. In school, I was never, ever a full name. I was always Reb or Beck. So now, Drunken Miller, you know how last names used to evolve from people's professions? Like, was somebody in your family like a Miller and then and had a drinking problem and they became Drunken Miller? Well, see, there you go. You're mispronouncing it. Druck. Like a truck. Druck. Oh, well, now I see why it's a problem. <laughs> yes, absolutely. All right, Candace, you're up. Do you or somebody you know have an upgrade or a downgrade in their uh, made-into-married name? So mine is more of a lateral move, but my little sister definitely took a downgrade. Okay, what did she go from to? She went from Keith, K-E-I-T-H, to Quackmire. And it's spelled <laughs> Q-U-A-T-E-K-E-M-E-Y-E-R. Oh, oh my yes. goodness. That is a horrible. Yes. Her um, bachelorette party um, was titled Keith Goes Quack. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to abbreviate that one. Quack to Gindemeyer would be a really difficult word. And, like, for their kids, being yeah. at the end of the alphabet and just the nicknames that are going to come along with that are going to be tough. Oh, absolutely. Did she consider it before she married him, before she said yes? I honestly don't know if it even went through her head. Because when we sat down and we're like, all right, now how do you spell his last name? She spelled it out and we just like, what? And she didn't even think about it. She did not. Yeah, she was just so happy to be getting married. <laughs> were you already married first? I was. Yeah, she's like, I don't care what the last name is. I'm trying to view up stage me, Candace. Right, and see, and I went from Keith to Woods. Very simple. Yeah, she's always got to be different, doesn't she? Yes, absolutely. Uplifting Way FM. If no news is good news, this is great news. That's not really a joke. I disagree. I find it hilarious. It's news-ish on The Wally Show. What you got, Gavin? We currently exist in a world that has a faction of people who lean into something called wokeness. Mm. And if you don't know what being woke is or what wokeness is, it's being aware of social issues and usually... It usually feels like it means just that, being aware, not necessarily being super action-based. It means that you just talk about those right. things. And, and it started off, it, it came from a good place yeah. of being aware of, especially race issues. But then wokeness, it kind of grew to every issue that everyone was remotely bothered about or offended by for everyone else. And then it got to where it, it's become a joke in a lot of ways where people are so woke that they're 
crying and whining about things that don't matter and they're actually diminishing mm-hmm. the things that really do by doing that. It sounds like you're being woke about wokeness. I am. I'm super woke. <laughs> There's two types of people. There's the woke people and the people who are annoyed at being or at, Absolutely. at the woke people. The and overly so, woke people, yeah. for sure. And so kind of going into that idea of like being woke as a joke, there's this situation tied to M&M's, which it's very hard to see. Like, why would M&M's be yeah, how under is this a problem? fire for being woke? But they're putting their characters, you know, the classic M&M characters that have been around for a really long time. They're putting them on an indefinite pause because people are getting upset and are kind of saying that they're annoyed by the fact that they are trying to change the green M&M character, who's the... I think the longest standing female oh Eminem character. Gosh. They were switching her from wearing these like the boot heels that she's been wearing <laughs> to wearing tennis shoes. So people were getting upset about that. And then just to sort of avoid drama, I guess Eminem said, hey, we're putting this on pause and we'll come back when we found the best way to portray these characters. That's and so funny. I like, just don't. I, the fact that we have these conversations in this world just kill me because they're not, these are not important. No. You know? But I do find uh, one company's reaction to this uh, to be funny. I think they're kind of speaking for the rest of us. A&W Root Beer, yeah. which not my favorite root beer in the world, but I feel like I've always loved seeing their little restaurants. Thank you for a, that editorial. Like he's like, look, I don't want to claim that I like uh, A and W. I want to, <laughs> I want to go on the record officially, but it's okay. <laughs> they are poking fun at the Eminem situation because they've announced that after 60 years, they've been dressing their bear mascot Rudy um, without pants, and uh. they're saying they're now going to put him in jeans because <laughs> they said that the lack of pants was polarizing. <laughs> and Fox Business picked it up, complained about cancel culture. Oh, it's funny. And then A&W tweeted, is now a good time to mention that this was a joke? Oh, that's so funny, yeah. Uh, but that's the thing. Like, then Fox will run with it, and everybody's so tense and uptight, and you don't even know who you're going to offend anymore with, with, with the slightest nothing, but somebody wakes up every day looking to be offended, and that's that's a frustrating world to live in for sure because the reality is you don't have the right to not be offended get get this people are going to offend you every day you know it's just it's part of living in this world like even as believers god was like hey people are going to make you mad every day but in your anger don't sin you know and so that's our reminder as believers it's like yeah we're going to get frustrated by people's whatever it is but we still need to treat people well inside of this you know even as we try to navigate everybody's crazy oversensitivities when you're a kid, you cannot wait to uh, come downstairs. At least you, you this is how it used to be, okay? Gavin won't know anything about this because he's still uh, young enough, and you can watch cartoons at any point in time you want in your life. Uh, there's whole cartoon networks and things like that. But when you were a kid, they were Saturday morning, if you were my age, and you had to wait all week to get a cartoon. You ran downstairs, you watched them all morning long, and then about noon they stopped, and you had one shot a week to get it. But they were glorious. Mm-hmm. And because that scarcity determines value. You know? Right, exactly. Now you can get them anywhere at any time. Exactly. It's not as it's not as special. So, man, you were tuned into what was going on on the cartoons. And uh, I, I, I was thinking about this because there was somebody that had done like a little study on one of the cartoons that my daughter watched. Uh, it was SpongeBob. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I loved SpongeBob. Like, I, I thought that was a fun show, like, for me as an adult to watch, even with her. But this psychologist kind of looked at the characters and was like, you know, the characters actually represent something deeper than you see on the surface. Um, 
SpongeBob himself probably had ADHD. And oh, you're like, 100%. Yeah, I get that. Uh, Squidward uh, has depression. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Krabs has narcissistic personality <laughs> disorder, <laughs> which is true. And yeah. Plankton represents bipolar disorder. Oh. And it's, I mean, all of it's true. Like, you're like, oh, I, I see that actually. When I uh, was out of work in radio for a little bit, I used to write cartoons for a company that worked for Disney. And uh, they had a cartoon um, called Disney's Doug. Do you ever remember oh, that? Yeah, Do you remember yeah. that? Yes. Yeah. So I worked with them. Uh, not on that. I worked on a subsequent cartoon. But like they, you know how all the characters rock were different colors, mm-hmm. like purple and Green, Patty mayonnaise yellow. and yeah, Skeeter and all of them. Uh, they did the colors of all the characters for a reason. Like they purposely did them not just to be cute. They did them to represent diversity. And this is way before a lot of diversity uh, conversation we have today. They did it to represent diversity then without being specific in diversity. Like in in not having it be realistic like I've got a black character, an Asian character, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, they did it to show diversity but still making it kind of subtle. That's interesting. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And so here's what we want to talk about. Is there a cartoon that you love that you actually learned like a life lesson from? I know Gavin uh, still watches uh, Bluey to this day. Yeah. I love Bluey. It's one of those shows where it's like maybe seven minute long episodes, but they have these really good like family storylines and lessons packed into it that are kind of great for kids, but sometimes really good for adults too. One of my favorite, because they they don't do it normally, like they do the lessons that adults can appreciate, was <laughs> when uh, one of the little girls started getting entitled, the dad had to pull her aside and have like a conversation with her. You know how I said you're the most special kid in the world? Yes. Well, you're not. <laughs> I mean, you are to me and your mom. We love you more than anything. But you're probably not special to everyone else. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Such a great lesson, though, for kids to to be aware of that, yeah, like, we love you to death, but the world isn't going to treat you like you're special, you know? And so mm-hmm. I just thought that that was a great life lesson. But cartoons, like Gavin was saying, cartoons can teach life lessons not only to kids, but sometimes to adults as well. Yeah, so maybe it's one that you remember from your time watching cartoons as a kid that's kind of stuck with you, or watching cartoons with your kids like I had to do, uh, like... <laughs> Or had it got to do uh, like and, uh, and and maybe you gleaned something from that that you're like yeah that's a great life lesson we'd love to hear yours now 855-33-WAY-FM that's 855-33-WAY-FM was there ever a cartoon when you were a kid that you learned something from or maybe watching them with your kids? Actually, um, I have two girls and we still watch them. We watch Daniel Tiger, which is a spin off of Mr. Rogers. So we are able to still see the stuff from Mr. Rogers and a cartoon form of the PBS kids show Daniel Tiger. And they still very much talk about when you have different types of families, when you have deaths. So they are able to still incorporate that into their animated shows, which my girls still really enjoy watching as well. Did you ever see the documentary on Mr. Rogers that came out or the show with Tom Hanks? So, so good. Like, I didn't realize at the time what an innovator he was in kids programming and breaking down so many of the stereotypes and the racial biases. I mean, just unbelievable what he did. And he did it in a very unassuming way. And I like that even despite his passing, that his work is living on through these cartoons. His late wife, I think, is 
his son were the ones who created Daniel Tiger. I actually got to interview his late wife, and it was fascinating to learn more about the man behind Mr. Rogers. And, and ironically, we did talk about Daniel Tiger. Here's a little clip from that. Was there one favorite character that he had or that he chose to kind of maybe speak his message through or get a little bit of himself in? I think you'll find that Daniel Tiger was maybe uh, Fred's alter ego. (laughs) Oh, really? That's kind of interesting. Did he ever, in a disagreement with you, uh, bring out the puppet and then be like, you're going to have to talk to Daniel? (laughs) That would have been a good idea. What is a cartoon that you actually learned a life lesson from maybe when you were a kid? Well, I really enjoyed the Smurfs with the fact that they celebrated happiness, hard work, and family. That is true. Zach, who used to produce this show, was not allowed to watch the Smurfs when he was a kid. And it wasn't because of Gargamel and the spellcasting thing, which is what I thought because his family was like super religious. But it was because a lot of times the Smurfs didn't talk nice to each other when they were trying to teach a lesson. And that's why he wasn't allowed to watch it because his parents didn't want the kids emulating that. Oh, I didn't even really zero in on that. Leslie, I guess you keep that lesson that you learned from the Smurfs. You try and keep that and incorporate it into your life now as a grown-up. I do. I do. I think it's so important to be happy and and try to look at the positive and not... You can always find either one, so why not try to be positive? So you had all these Smurfs, like Brainy Smurf, Pokey Smurf, Angry Smurf. If you had to pick a Smurf that you think represents you, which Smurf would it be? Oh, definitely Smurfette. I had a Smurfette doll, so... Oh, there you go. All right, Sue, you're up. What is the life lesson that you got from a cartoon? Uh, the show I used to watch with my sons was uh, McGee and Me, which was put out by Focus on the Family, an excellent series, but one of the episodes that stuck with us most was when um, the little boy, McGee was his conscience, and he snuck out to see a horror movie that his parents didn't want him to see, and the message was, garbage in, garbage out. So what you allow into your mind and to your soul is what you're going to put out into the world. And that stuck with me a lot and my sons too, where we decide, do we really need to do this or see this or listen to this? And it has changed how we look at that, our perspective in that regard. That's very true because that's a super biblical principle of what you put in eventually, Mm -hmm. especially under stress, is what ultimately comes out of you. And it's amazing to see that the lessons you get from a cartoon can stick with you throughout the years, that it's still affecting you to this day. Absolutely, and it's a great series, and I've kept them. They're VHS. Oh, (laughs) nice. One TV with a VHS player. I just dated myself, but they're classic for sure. That's it, and so are you, Sue. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. I'll take that in the kindest way possible. Well, that's how it was meant. You have a good day. You too. Bye-bye. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally Show, and Betty Rock is a helper by nature. It's just in her being and her DNA. She likes to help people, and that's why she is the scoopiest of the scoops, where she finds things that can make your life a little bit better, and she likes to share them. So, what do you got? Well, I have the scoop on how to boil pasta that's self-stirring. Wait oh. a minute. I love this because Let's I do go. like pasta, and I want to get it right. I don't like it al dente. Well, this well, this is something that I saw on TikTok. So. 
Everyone knows that if you don't stir the pasta as it cooks, it clumps together. But who has the time to just stand over it and constantly stir? So that's where my scoop comes in handy. Here's all you got to do. You simply take the pot of water you'll be boiling the pasta in. Mm -hmm. You turn the burner up to high. Okay. Once the water starts to boil... Pour the pasta in like normal. So far, this is all normal. Little drop of no, oil. No here's scoopy. Where it, here's where it gets different. Yeah. Move the pot a bit to the side of the burner so that half the pot is on the burner and the other half is not. Wait a minute. The boiling water yes. will on naturally the... act like a stirrer for the pasta so you don't have to do because it Because half of it's boiling and then right. as it boils, it creates a swirling whirlpool effect. Right. That is a great idea. I'm, I thought you were going to say throw a hairdryer in there. And I'm like, that's not a good scoop, Rock. You're going to hurt somebody. No. That's no. amazing. So if you try this at home, please let us know how it works out for you. I'm going to try it the next time I make well, pasta. I'm making pasta tonight. Oh, well, then like, try it. I'm going to try and give it a whirl and hope the water doesn't like spill and burn me. But yeah, I'm well, going to give it a whirl, I think. You know what? It's worth it. The science no, is no, worth no, it. Try no, it. No, 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 Third no. degree burns. Yeah. No. Take one for the team. We need to know. Yeah, don't be selfish, Gavin. Get in there. Make, do, make some Make make some changes. Okay. Do some good. All right, that's going to do it for your scoop today. Thank you, Lady Rock. I'll never forget taking my first compassion trip, and we went to Ghana, Africa. When we got there to the site, there was this little girl. She was six years old. I later found out her name was Vivian, and she would not let go of my hand. She followed me everywhere I went on that site. And later, I got to uh, meet her family. I met her mother and her siblings, and they all lived in this little mud hut. I mean, it wasn't big at all. And when I looked at Vivian, she had the biggest smile on her face face and she was just happy to be there just happy to be with us and it made such an impact in my life that I wanted to sponsor her right then and there <laughs> because of my sponsorship for Vivian through compassion I'm able to write letters back and forth with her I'm now getting updated photos and now I think she's even taller than me which is crazy to think but I'm also able to see how my sponsorship is providing the food clean water and other support that she needs and her family needs to live the best life possible and I can only imagine now with the pandemic, war, and weather disasters, there are so many other families like Vivian's who are dealing with hunger. So maybe you want to make an impact and sponsor your own Vivian. Just click the compassion banner when you go to wayfm.com. Uplifting Way FM. This is The Rock Report with Betty Rock. The Razzie Awards are a parody award show awarding actors and actresses who have been voted for their recent subpar work. Uh, so if you win a Razzie, it's really not a compliment. Uh, recently, nominees for the next Razzies were announced. And while people know it's all in good fun, they were a bit taken back by one of the nominees mentioned for Worst Actress Award. Uh, it ended up being her. Her name is Ryan Armstrong. She's a 12-year-old girl oh. nominated for her role in Firestarter. Oh, wow. That was that was a rough movie. Yeah, but but it's uh, that's rough to do to a kid. A kid. Yeah. I mean, I know we all have opinions about everything and we tear people apart. And like adults, you're like, okay, I put out a creative project. It's going to be judged. That's just part of what comes with it. 
But a kid, that one feels like out of bounds, man. Yeah. Well, a lot of people agree with you. People were fine with the Razzies taking aim at grown actors, sure. but not when it comes to kids. Uh, Razzie's founder later apologized, taking her name off the ballot and saying, from now on, anyone under the age of 18 will not be nominated for any Razzie Award. I think that's a good idea. I mean, because kids are unhealthy enough mentally. And, right. you know, you got kids like that are like not sure who they even are yet, and they're trying to figure figure out themselves and trying to figure out, you know, what they want to do. And then you could destroy some young actress. Right. right. And speaking of kid actors and actresses, the Razzies have a new actress that no matter how bad her acting debut may be, they can't say anything. Northwest, she's Kim Kardashian's oldest daughter. She'll be making an appearance beside her mom oh. in the new Paw Patrol movie nice. set to release later this year. No nice. That's good. Like, like good for her. Yeah. It's interesting, too. I've always wondered, like, celebrities... Do they want their kids to follow in their footprints, uh, footsteps? Do they want them to get into the business that can, that they know can be vicious like this poor little girl that was nominated for a Razzie? Right. And I don't know. Like, Kim Kardashian may not care. I mean, that's how she made her living was yeah. by being in the limelight. So yeah. maybe she wants her daughter to follow. I guess, too, when you get to a certain like echelon you can kind of still insulate your kids a little bit mm-hmm. you know when you get to be kardashian famous i guess right but so. i mean who knows maybe kim kardashian is going to be nominated for a razzie next oh, year i <laughs> would knows? i would not put that one out of uh, contention <laughs> for sure all right that's going to do it for your rock report thank you rock uplifting way fm this is the wally show back by popular demand it is snap judgment where betty rock will play a snippet of a song we will sit in judgment of it and it's one in contention for being added to way fm's playlist and uh give our thoughts on it then we'll play the hook and see if our thoughts change we'll do this for two songs and then one of you gets to decide which song we play uh more of so betty rock with that said uh what is the name of the first song the first one the title ooh. It's called the Lord's Prayer. Why do you say ooh? To because that? it sounds very like. Oh. oh, I was thinking the same thing in my head. Yeah. Uh, okay, so here's the snap of that. It's yours. It's yours. All yours. Oh. All yours. That's not what I thought it was gonna be. Uh, yeah. I mm. thought it was well, it's gonna be more. Oh. To me, there's a lot of repetition. It's not mm. lyrically diverse. Okay. No. All right. I'm out. I'm so, out. Oh, both of you out. That's interesting on the snap. Uh, I'm not a giant fan of like the modern worship that all sounds the same, but I'm in enough to see where this goes. Okay. okay so I'm going to be in on this. And here we go. This is the hook of the Lord's Prayer. Give us All right. Uh, I saw where it went, and now I'm out. <laughs> where are you guys at? Why are you out? Um, because it's so literal. Like, like I thought it might be the Lord's Prayer, and it would be something different and surprise you, but it's like just a literal version of the Lord's Prayer that's not super eloquent lyrically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great thing, and we need to do oh, yeah, this. yeah, for sure. But musically, I'm like, eh. To me, I'm out because it makes me feel like I'm back in school. Yeah. Um, like, you know how... Teachers would always put a tune to something that you need to right, memorize. Right. And while that's all well and good, 
um, I, I don't. I didn't like school. <laughs> Gavin, did your opinion change? You were in on the snap. You're out on the snap. I'm still officially out. I okay. think you're right that it has like a Sunday school vibe to yeah. it, and mm-hmm. it tries to make the Lord's Prayer fun and cool and cool. Yeah. But at the same time, there is no creative spin. Yeah. To integrate it into something new, it's just sort of copy paste, make it fun. Okay, but I'm not not enough to <laughs> well, make me in. It's interesting that it was a miss for all three of us. But again, that's the thing about music is you never know. Like it might land with somebody and they might love it, and it might be the best song they've ever heard. But that's what makes it uh, interesting, and that's why we do Snap Judgment. So that's song number one. We have another song up for contention that we are going to do here in ten minutes here on the Wally Show on Snap Judgment. So with that, Lady Rock, what is song number two called? Song number two is called This Is Our God. All right, here's your snap. Who pulled me out of that pit? He did. He did. Okay. Uh, that's interesting. Uh, um, Betty, let's start with you. I'm so out. Who pulled me out of that pit? Yeah, I, it's, it's, it was slow. Did. It's a little whiny. He did. Sounds like Justin Bieber to me. Oh, man. I don't know well, who it is. Not. We don't tell you who they are, and I don't always know either. Sometimes I can pick it up because I know who they are, or I just know the sound. But, um, boy, I hate saying that. I'm I'm super out on that. Like, <laughs> beyond out. Super out. out. Yeah. Um, but this is the thing. This is why we do Snap Judgment, because maybe the hook comes around, and it's like, what in the yeah. world? That is an amazing I song. I do, too. All right, here's uh, song number two, or the, song, the hook for song number two. Okay, thank you. Okay, that got way, way better. Way better for me. <laughs> like, I was a, a billion percent out on the snap of that. Mm-hmm. Like, atrocious uh, mm-hmm. was was a word I would use to describe that. Wow. Uh, but I am, as far as I was out on it, I'm that in on it now that I hear the hook. You like it that I'm, much? I do like it that much. I'm real, I'm real positive about that one. That's really good. Hmm. What do you think? Hey, Rock's still out? I think so. Okay, so you're not a big fan of I mean, God. I mean, like it, it's good. It's better than anything I could do. Yeah. But 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 doesn't doesn't cut it for you. Okay, no. so this is our God. You don't want to hear messages about the Lord. <laughs> I've got you down for out. Uh, Gavin. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm with Betty. Equal sinner. Got you it. out on that one too. It just didn't feel different enough to me to wow. for me to be so far. Like you went all the way in. I did. Yeah, I like I it. Could, I got closer, but it wasn't enough. It's interesting too. Between the two songs, uh, we were all <laughs> out on the first song, and then this song, only one of us is in on the hook. Woof, not good uh, here. But again, maybe. Maybe you have a completely different take. You could be the person that pushes it over the edge and decides which song gets played in its entirety here and maybe gets added into the rotation at Way FM. So here we go. I'm going to give you the hooks one more time so you can make your decision. If you missed the first one, this is the Lord's Prayer hook. I hate when I'm out on a song and then I play it again, the hook, and I'm like, oh, I kind of like it now. <laughs> like, in that amount of time, this song has actually grown on me, too. Right, you just never know. And I was way out on the hook of this one, too. But here's the second song, This Is Our God. This is our God. This is who he is. He loves us. This is our God. This is what he does. He saves us. He All right. 
right, so which song are you in on? Is it the Lord's Prayer or This Is Our God? You make the call right now. 855-33-WAY-FM. That's 855-33-WAY-FM. And you could be helping one of these artists out right now. Uplifting Way FM, this is the Wally Show. Hunter, welcome to Snap Judgment. You have a big job ahead of you. You have to tell us which of the two songs on Snap Judgment uh, that you want to hear more of here on Way FM. We've got song number one, The Lord's Prayer, or song number two, This Is Our God. Which one are you going with? I'm going Lord's Prayer. The Lord's Prayer. Okay, that was a song that ultimately all of us were out on. And then when we played it a, a second time, I'm like, ooh, I might have been wrong. I kind of <laughs> like this one now. Why did you pick this one? So I got family that's in the worship industry, and they pushed that song on me. And I, I listen to it every morning. It's, it's, it's a great, uplifting song. Uh, definitely a, a great song to wake up to. Uh, Betty Rock, do you want to tell us who the Lord's Prayer is done by? Well, that version is actually done by Matt Marr. The song that you passed up on, This Is Our God, that one is performed by Phil Wickham. I do like Phil Wickham as oh, well. <laughs> I'm a huge Phil Wickham fan. I really apologize, and I hate that I used the word whiny on the snap for that one. Because <laughs> Phil should. Wickham has one of my favorite voices in Christian music. But uh, oh, And yeah, I also said it sounded like Justin Bieber. But maybe worse. that's a compliment. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? Let's focus on the positive here, and that is the Lord's Prayer being picked by Hunter here on Snap Judgment. That's the one we're going to play in its entirety, and we appreciate you helping us out, Hunter. Thank you. All right. God bless. Father, let your kingdom come. Father, let your will be done. On earth as in heaven, right here in my heart. Father, let your kingdom come. Behold God stuff. Uplifting Way FM. This is the Wally stuff show. The Wally stuff is the Wally show, and we like to talk about the stuff you know that it, it you know has to do with our faith and the things that maybe didn't happen just at church or what have you that can help us grow a little bit. And today, Betty Rock has a little God stuff for you. Yeah, this is just from a devotional that I've been doing, um, but it was about humble the- brag. This is devotional I've been doing well, every I day. People might be ask, asking yeah. later, like, where did it come from? It's the holy I was woman. Just, gonna try and she's god's girl get that out of the way my bad (laughs) uh well we all heard the story that jesus while here on earth he chose 12 disciples to keep him company throughout his journey and many times i've looked at the 12 disciples and i thought there was a reason that jesus settled on those 12 he probably saw something in them that was like a leadership quality or maybe they had amazing ability to speak i don't know but uh i needed to be reminded that these men were not perfect they failed many times just like we all do uh, while jesus was suffering peter claimed he didn't even know who jesus was mm-hmm. not once not twice but three times thomas couldn't take jesus at his word and had to be shown uh, his scars on his hands and his feet and all 12 actually fell asleep as jesus was being tortured by what was going to happen to him the very next day But Jesus didn't choose these 12 men for their talent uh, either. None of them were known for any specific thing they've accomplished or could do. If you think about it, you didn't hear someone say, 
Peter was a man from God and before he even met Jesus, like right. he was this amazing person. No, that that never was said. The only thing all 12 shared was the fact that they were willing to say yes mm. to Jesus when he asked them to follow and obey him. So I think that this is a good reminder that we don't have to be perfect before we come to God, because I know that I've fallen into that trap thinking, well, I shouldn't come to him and ask for forgiveness because I'm still dirty mm. and, but but in, in it's completely the opposite we're messy and we always will be we'll never hit that perfect meter <laughs> that jesus deserves and he knows that he's not looking for someone good looking talented well-spoken educated he's simply looking for someone to get to know him and be willing to follow him just by saying yes yeah i love that because the disciples were rough around the edges man mm-hmm. they were like a lot of them were fishermen and that was a rough trade and they weren't but like betty said by any means perfect or mm-hmm. eloquent and we should not let that stop us from being ambassadors for our yeah. faith too. and i think we need to keep in mind the next time we read a story in the bible about how god said hey uh you know follow me the reason he was saying that to that specific disciple was because he knew that man would say yes yeah exactly well there you go that's a little bit of god stuff thank you lady rock Well, the podcast is over, but there's still the aftercast. It's new stuff you didn't hear in the podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes, as well as connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. Just search Wally Show. And if you'd like to join our Facebook group made exclusively for you potties, the link is in the description of this podcast. Thanks to Colorado Christian University Online and United Faith Mortgage for supporting what we do.